We started. You'll have to drop the theme oh, song. Oh, we got to drop the theme song in later. Yeah. Welcome to <laughs> the ladies and gentlemen comedy film nerds episode three eighty four. Oh, a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. We are back in the ATC studios. We are. Uh, Aaron mm-hmm. Brungard has been abducted by the Yakuza. by his wife. By his wife. <laughs> for, who's a, she's a in the Yakuza. <laughs> <laughs> she's taking him on a Yakuza honeymoon. Um, so Brent, the social media guy, uh, has been uh, drugged and put in charge of the <laughs> of producing. Of the ones and twos. Of the ones and twos. So um, we've got a lot going on. We do. We've and it's, lot, a, a you know, happening. I'll tell you, I don't remember the end of August being such a, like, dead empty period for movies but there's uh, been very few releases there's very few releases and we'll get into that i mean i actually watched something on uh itunes and i was torn between what i was going to buy watch or buy i rented mm-hmm. it but i there was there's one movie that i almost that we i think we watched a trailer for that's um it's death a lim- note no not death <laughs> note i almost watched now i saw the trailer <laughs> i'm going to watch that and we're going to talk about death note on a future episode <laughs> Because Willem Dafoe, as some as sort, a death god, as a death god mm-hmm. who's part the jo- book. part Joker, part girl part with porcupine, dra- part girl with a dragon tattoo haircut, mm-hmm. is uh, something that we want to discuss. Not today's episode, though. We're no, be- <laughs> <laughs> but I want to, yeah, that that movie I, Bushwick, that's uh, the sort of the purge. Uh, America Civil War movie. That's limited. No, that's the news. That's the news, right? Oh, that's right. That's since the the election. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's. Uh, yeah, you were watching CNN. I was watching CNN. Well, CNN <laughs> is available on iTunes and in theaters, <laughs> as it turns out. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> what else are we going to talk about today, Chris? We got a lot of movies. We're going to talk about Dave Made a Maze, Gifted, and Patty Cakes. And uh, I want to introduce our guest. Yes, you know, he's been on the show before. How many times? I think this is his third. I want to say third appearance. Look Uh, at that. He um, reached out to me several years ago just as like, hey, I'm a fan and I want to be on your show. And I was like. And then three years later we had him on. I was like, take a number, Wingbird. I don't know, some (laughs) freak on the internet emails me. I don't know who this guy is. (laughs) Um, But no, and then. he has written for John Oliver. We've done Doug Loves Movies together and now is writing for Jim Jeffries. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Avery. Hey, guys. It's good <laughs> to be back. <laughs> it is good to be back. I just moved back to Los Angeles. So we we love having return guests. I <laughs> love doing this show. Listen, I I am a fan. I mean that. And it's uh, he, one of the reasons I love doing this podcast is because I listen to it. And it drives me batshit crazy when I cannot <laughs> chime in with an opinion. I'm just, even before when you guys were talking, I was like, Ooh, I have shit to say about that. So I love uh, come, coming here and just letting loose. What and, recent mm-hmm. episode have you listened to where you were like, I, I haven't listened in a while. I got to oh, be honest. Wow. Well, me. here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing, guys. I lived, I lived in New York for five years. Where they don't get podcasts. Where they don't they, get Well, here's the thing. I listen to podcasts when I drive. It's my drive time activity. Oh. <laughs> so in New York, when I'm on the subway, I read. And, uh, and Ooh, I don't listen I to read. I know, guys. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm fancy. I'm, uh, I'm very important. <laughs> I'm a subway taking intellectual. Here's yeah. part of that. Here's part of the reason why. Because I feel like I can't have headphones on in the subway because I have to be ever vigilant because some shit is, could pop off at any minute. It's the New York City subway. It's, right. And it's only been getting crazier really just in these yeah it's it's a it's a shit festival back like, i don't know so. what's going on uh the I, trains I, are not running anymore there's some picture we saw online that it was like people waiting for the j or the l or something and it was just this massive line wrapped around like a i'd never been in this particular station so i don't know what the deal was but yeah just hundreds of people waiting trains not showing up breaking down oh wow yeah it's really i got out just in time so wow so it's good to be back. Is it? Well, sounds like some budgetary issues in the city of New York. A little bit. Looks like Bushwick's <laughs> coming coming to life, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Watch yeah. the trailer for Bushwick. Texas secedes from the Union and martial law is declared. Oh, wow. Is it like Man in the High Castle? <laughs> like, <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Might be. But it's, uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, alternative it, universe? Well, alternative no, it, history? No, it's it's like... Maybe eighteen months down the road. From oh, <laughs> I know, right? Peek into the We're future. all like, oh, oh, that could happen. <laughs> yes. Um, 
So, all right, well, let's start talking about some movies. Let's get into some let's, uh, I saw Dave Made a Maze. All right. Now, this movie I was excited to see because it looked absolutely just ridiculous, fun, and uh, absurd, and it was. It was definitely all of those things. Nick Zone, who's been on the show, yes. is, is it's his film? He builds a cardboard maze in his uh, uh, living room that it's a lot bigger on the inside than the outside. He gets lost in it. And then um, his girlfriend and a film crew and a bunch of his friends go in to try to save him from the maze but it just gets bigger and bigger like it has a life of its own and there's a a cardboard minotaur that chases them and it's really an insane uh movie i want to see this now i want can we stop yeah (laughs) now i i loved when i was reading the trivia about this that said they initially utilized scrap cardboard for an american apparel factory in la uh, the producers thought they had more than enough to le- for the length of the shoot, but then they ran out three weeks later, and the company would not give them any more scrap cardboard. Damn. <laughs> but luckily, they were shooting next to Solar City, and they were willing to have the crew dumpster dive for all the cardboard they needed. And then the cardboard was returned to those same dumpsters for recycling. The production did not pay for any cardboard, and the whole movie is literally a cardboard maze. So, wow. and the other thing that they said is that there was only enough space for two rooms of the maze to be built at any one time. So, while one was being filmed, the other one was being built. And they said the average lifespan of a room was four hours. So, literally, there was no reshoots because they had to tear down the cardboard sets every single uh, you That's know, every ama- time they changed it. It's amazing that you liked it because it's a first, not, not that it's a first time director. Not that that right. means, oh, they they should be awful in their first outing. But, like, it's in this guy, Bill Watterson, who's basically mm-hmm. just been a TV actor. Yeah. Um, but it was absurd and ridiculous. People died, but, and uh, and it was just it was that like and when I read the description, I'm like horror comedy. I'm like, where where's the horror in this? This is just kind of weird, absurd. But you know, if you have a couple people die and from cardboard, then you can slap the word horror on it. I as mean, it well. does sound mm-hmm. like utterly ridiculous, but then potentially terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> to be lost. <clears throat> Think of all the times you've gotten lost somewhere where you didn't expect to get lost, where suddenly you're just, even if it's a parking lot and you're like freaking out because you can't find your car or even how to get out of the lot. You know, like shit like that Mm -hmm. always is kind of weird and intriguing. So it was really inventive and interesting the way they did the different cardboard rooms and parts of the maze and the, the creatures that were actually inside it. Um, it, it still felt like it did have that kind of first-time director feel to it, for sure. It was definitely but, uneven and rough around the edges, but who cares? I mean, it was a, you know, that's the kind of movie you know what you're getting into after you see the trailer. And you know, and I, I from the trailer too, I was like, well, this isn't just an inventive. I just love an inventive idea. Like, right. He builds exactly. this little cardboard thing, and it actually goes into this giant world. <laughs> yes. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm in. That sounds. Yeah. It felt like, uh, um, being John Malkovich, sort of that, right. like. You know, it has that vibe. Seven and a half it has whatever. that vibe to it too. Now, the one thing I love that the uh, filmmaker did uh, did not do, like there's a uh, film crew that goes in to find um, Dave. They did not do the found footage bullshit thing. Oh, like oh, I was like, great. oh, thank God, they just shot it. There's a film crew following the boat that we don't see every shot from the film crew's perspective. Oh, that's awesome. So it was nice to see the, my uh, one of the uh, my one complaint is that uh, Rick Overton was completely wasted in the movie. Like he plays a hobo. That uh, they 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 try to help. He was like, does he or was he just sleeping? Yeah. <laughs> Where they were shooting. Say that. Hey, Rick. We love you. No, like, there's this guy in the trash who keeps doing yeah. a Sean Connery impression. <laughs> and he's the guy getting him the cardboard. And he's he, he, well, that was it. That was the thing in the movie where it was like, uh, I was like, I thought you knew mazes. He goes, No, I know cardboard because he's a, he's a, he's a bomb. That That's a very big thing to say. Yeah, too. and. Uh, and he, it, it's funny, you know, Rick is so talented. He just lit up every scene he was in, but he was only in two. Oh, so oh, so he was kind of like when you have Rick Overton in a movie, use Rick Overton. You yeah. know, he could have he done a lot more in the film. And I, I him um, and Kevin Pollack are two guys that I can't be around without having them do Sean Connery. Right. And, <laughs> <laughs> and they're willing to do it and the other, every and time. The, and, uh, and Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken, I can't, yeah, I yeah. Can't, I can't function. I can't. How many times have you asked Pollock to do Sean Connery? I've never asked Pollock to do Sean okay. Connery. It's always he's Christopher Walken. He's more Christopher Walken. Walken. He's Walken. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. He is the, yeah. He's the Walken guy. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do want to say something to your comment about the, the uh, well, both the, the first-time director thing. I feel like we, we've gotten to a point where no movie can be perfect. And so it's kind of refreshing when you can see a film that's 
sort of tattered around the edges a little bit or mm -hmm. not everything, you know, but it's still, like you said, an original story and concept and right. kind of a fresh new idea. So mm -hmm. I think we could stand to use more of that. Not that I don't love blockbuster yeah. films, and you know, but like shit like this is But it was of, a fun, absurd movie and yeah. I'm glad it was made because, you know, it wasn't the kind of thing no big studio is going to fund a movie mm -hmm. like this. And It's actually, yeah. it's this type of premise is well suited for a first time director. Right. Yeah. You know. And an indie distributor and, right. and all that stuff. Now, uh, I saw it on demand, but you had said it's actually getting a, a limited theatrical release, too. It does have a limited too. theatrical release. Mm -hmm. um, so it is. if anyone wants to check it out, I, I, I mean, see it if you can. It's yeah, so you have a choice. You can either go to the theater or see it at home. Um, so it was fun, and it was exactly it was as advertised. <laughs> you know, whatever what you saw in the trailer, it was, that's what the movie was like. But the good thing about it was that it wasn't the kind of thing. Oh, all the best parts and all the best jokes are in the trailer. Yeah. They're not. There's a lot more in the that's movie. That's cool. So, well, we'll try so to get I recommend Nick on the show to talk about it. Yeah, definitely. He does a good job in it too. Let's talk about patty cakes. Yeah, Mr. let's Avery. do it. Oh, patty yeah. cakes. What? Is going on in your this life? This is about a uh, lady rapper, correct? It is about a lady lady rapper. It uh, it's about a young twenty three year old who uh, lives in New Jersey, mm -hmm. and is now has, based on a true story or not based I, on a true it's, story? I don't think it's based on a true story. Okay, uh, I mean, of course it is. There's uh, how many? <laughs> there's uh, like how many rappers have this sort of story? <laughs> but uh, you know, she's uh, she's rapper. She's very good at it. But, you know, she's struggling with the, her real life circumstance. You know, she lives with her. Her mom is sort of like a former singer back in her day and kind of just a drunk now. And, and uh, they're barely keeping her grandmother alive, who's kind of sick, but just living with, you know, that thing. And and um, yeah, it's about this young lady's kind of struggle. To, she idolizes this one rapper. And so kind of she's just working and trying to get out of New Jersey and make it as a rapper. And she's got this friend, Jerry. Uh, who's a South Asian guy who works at a pharmacy near her, and he kind of is that guy who sings the hooks on all the songs. He looks ridiculous, but then when you and he even kind of sounds ridiculous at first, and then when you hear him in the music, it's like, oh, I see, okay, this is you know. <laughs> and she's great. And um, Kevin, can I interrupt you for a second? Sure. I just um, noticed that uh, Brenton was texting. I just wanted to make sure we were still recording. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the, I'm glad. You were worried it was like a panic text. Right, like the yeah. Cord went down. <laughs> One right. drop of sweat coming down his Oh, brow. dude, can I get a water, too? Yeah. Sorry. Um, but That uh, won't be edited out. It, uh, I'm not Why would you do that? that? No way. This is, this is gold. A, this is the reality of... Uh, I'm good. I have one right here. Thanks. Okay. Um, but if you have like a cheese plate, uh, any kind of charcuterie, <laughs> bring that up. Thank you. But, you have um, a hand-spun hummus. <laughs> yeah. Could you bring that and a tapenade? Uh, and where's the chocolate fountain? Come on, guys, for Christ's sake. I think that's the first time we've used the word tapenade on the show. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Over 400 episodes, that's the first one market. First ever tapenade. Oh, and man. And chocolate fountain. I think I want to say that. Um, oh, cho third. Chocolate fountain, my rap name. Actually. <laughs> uh, incidentally. Um, but it's, it's yeah, so it's kind of, it's, I loved it. Um, and part of that is because um, I used to be around for myself. What, wait, I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. I, didn't quite I, catch that. I feel like we I, talked about this before. Have we? I don't. Well, here's it the feels thing. like a tapenade to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, yeah. I mean, I used to. Uh, I used to be fancy myself an MC, and, uh, and your actual name was. It was. <laughs> It was actually it was Kevy Ray Supreme. <laughs> and then if I there's a God in heaven, there's video of this on <laughs> yes. the internet. If there is a sweet baby Jesus that uh, lives no, up no? I'm sure there's not. <laughs> I don't know. There's yeah. There is a video somewhere. I don't know. I don't, I don't know where to find it. Locked well, in a vault in but, Langley uh, somewhere. Locked in a vault we somewhere. We need to yeah. get a hold of this. I think it's uh, it's probably uh, we need Area bonus. 51 yeah. type of shit. <laughs> type like 9 yeah. millimeter Sealed away. type. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, that, it million dollar supreme. reward to anyone who can <laughs> bring this. <laughs> <laughs> if I find it, do I get the million dollars? Sweet. See you next week, guys. Um, but yeah, it was Kevy Ray Supreme. That was because you had back. Back in the day, back. you had it was just my back name in the rap and my day. Go ahead. initials. Yeah, mm -hmm. Kevin Randolph Avery. So some girl came up with this, Kevy Ray, and then but you kind of had to have a title too. Who like came Ray up Master with Supreme? Flash and, 
So that was me. Oh, nice. I was into the Transformers at the time. Oh, so Omega so Supreme. So like Optimus Prime, Omega Supreme, all right. that. So I was Kevin Ray got Supreme. You. There you this go. Is, yeah. What age was Kevin Ray Supreme? This was 80s. This oh, had to be God. 80s. Fifth, 14? Younger, I think, because I was going to, I was at Disneyland or Disney World when I wrote like my first rhyme. And I was like a child. I wrote it on the tram. The mean streets of Disney <laughs> was really inspiring. Look, to Mickey. Speak. Look, uh, I Mickey Mouse was hardcore. Okay, those, <laughs> those. Uh, <laughs> Disney streets is real. Uh, God, you must have yeah. seen some shit on those trams. Oh you know what I mean? man, yeah. Old lady uh, getting getting sick, uh, dehydrated. You know, um, baby crying wouldn't stop. <gasps> Sounds uh, like the reason why you just left Manhattan. Yeah. So, um. Anyway, Kevy Ray Supreme. Kevy Ray Supreme, and then we shortened it to Kevy Ray, and then it just became K Ray. And, uh, and, and by the time it was K Ray, I was in the singing group. <laughs> I was in the boy band. And so I went from rapper to boy band. Guy. You were in a boy band? I was in a boy band. Yeah, I had a whole thing. For a while, it was comedy was not even, it was, I was going down music alley. You were going mm. down comedy. You just didn't know it. I, well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Shaping my future ass. <laughs> uh, you were wholeheartedly yeah. into comedy, just unknowingly. <laughs> Voice in the back of my head while I'm singing, this is going to be hilarious <laughs> in 15 years. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so I really identified with this. Um, I mean, I didn't struggle and come up in New Jersey, but the uh, the idea of kind of everyone, all of them trying to kind of, escape and become who they really are it was it like shades of like a female eight mile kind of it was a little bit except mm -hmm. it felt I, I love eight mile mm -hmm. but eight mile compared to this almost felt a little bit more by the numbers in terms of that type of story right and i and i don't mean to say that eight mile is just some cookie cutter kind of thing because i i don't think it is i really loved eight mm -hmm. mile but this almost felt i mean they were there were shades of that it's hard to to tell this type of story and d go where it goes and not kind of have that sort of, and then this happens and then, you know, but it really was kind of refreshing and it was the, the, the characters and the kind of um, push and pull on what this girl, the you know, here's, uh, I succeed and then, oh, we're going to take this shit away. And the, like, you're watching her kind of have a victory another victory and then suddenly bam she's thrown back like it was just i enjoyed the script i enjoyed the story so much her performance the the woman is um danielle mcdonald and uh she's great in it she's done it she's been around she's done a few things but this bridget everett who plays her mom is also pretty great and i i feel like she's only been in a well she's been in some stuff it's the i'm gonna butcher this guy's name but the guy who plays jerry siddharth uh uh, Kevy Ray Supreme, Kevy Ray Supreme, <laughs> Siddharth Kevy Ray Supreme, uh, Don and Jay, I believe is his name, and he's, I think he's relatively like new to the scene, right? But everyone's really great in it, and, and the performances are kind of fun and. Again, kind of a first-time director. This guy Jeremy Jasper, according to his IMDb, has just done a couple of shorts. This yeah. is his first feature, um, but yeah, so you saw, you liked it. It was, a, and it's got, it's gotten, a, it's been a, a fairly not a fully wide release, but. It's. I'm seeing it. Yeah. In enough places. Well, the, a lot of people have been talking about this Danielle McDonald uh, woman, and who uh, who's who does a great job in it. And she, I don't know if if someone wrote shit for her and then she just learned how to perform it really well, or if she can actually freestyle if she could really rap. But oh, she wow. sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. And uh, the hats off to her or whoever the lyricist is because uh, she sounds great and. Uh, yeah, it's a fun, it's a fun movie. It's it's sort of gut punching sometimes, you know. And um, so but there's it's some also, serious moments to it. There's, there's some, some, yeah. It's it's the comedy is great because it's it really is born. And maybe this sounds like a cliche to say, but it's really born out of a lot of the situations that this woman finds herself in mm -hmm. and what she does and and stuff. It's so it's not slapstick or kind of it's not goofy. Um, but yeah, it's great. I would highly recommend it. All right. All right. Patty Cakes. Patty Cakes. So I saw Gifted. Yeah, this is that Chris Evans movie, right? This is the Chris Evans movie oh, that yeah. came out. I was wanting to see that when it came in the theater, mm -hmm. and I, you know, I just didn't get a chance. And then last night I was like, I got to go see something. And there's this, um, there's this documentary I want to see called Serve Like a, a Girl about uh, women combat vets and what they have to deal with. I just, the movie times didn't line up and it wasn't anywhere online. So 
uh, Gifted, I actually watched. Uh, it is available on iTunes. So I rented it. It's, it came out uh, in April of this year. It's uh, directed by Mark Webb and written by Tom Flynn. And it's, it's a nice, heartfelt little movie. Mm-hmm. Um, if you remember the, the – so basically Chris Evans um, – it's custody of it's, it's custody daughter. of this girl because his his sister uh, passed away and mm-hmm. he's been looking after his niece mm-hmm. for whatever six or seven years. Right, and she's this very uh, she's a gifted kid. She's a genius. Uh, that's established early on, and the movie opens basically with her like she's seven and and it's like you got to go to school now, and she's like I don't want to, and he's like I can't homeschool you. You're just too smart, and then that unravels this whole thing of. The grandmother wanting to get That's involved. That's a conversation a lot of homeschool parents should have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like, and and there's some really there's some really good stuff. It's 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 Chris Evans. Um, so and then Lindsay Duncan plays his mom. The the girl's McKenna Grace plays the daughter, and Lindsay Duncan plays the British. She's she's British, and so she's very much like. This girl needs to be in a top school, surrounded by tutors, mm. and so it's it's sort of that. I mean, it's that classic thing that we've seen in many movies before. I mean, Goodwill Hunting, like you know the arguments that Robin Williams would have with uh, Skarsgård about well, if you push him too hard, he's going to snap, and well, he needs to be pushed, and and that whole debate. And you know, I have a couple friends that have some like seriously gifted kids, and it is an, it is a thing because. The interact like you know, th- there's a lot of stuff that goes with gifted kids. Of and from what I understand, of just like, you know, if they're not pushed enough, then they they don't accelerate. But if they push too hard, like there's all these things that can right. happen to mm-hmm. where the kid, you know, is in a very fragile time. The other thing that happens is they get bored and then they hate school too. Right, they're not being challenged enough. So if they're not being yeah. challenged enough, they're completely bored. If they're push, 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 they snap. You know, right, like, then, it's, then it's too much stress on them. Right, and then it's mm-hmm. too much stress. So it's like, what's the best for the kid? And there's just some wonderful scenes in there with Octavia Sp- uh, Spencer and... and uh, um, Chris Evans. Chris Evans. You know, this is... I, I've always said this about Chris Evans. He's really proven that he's a good actor. Well, this is also kind of Mark Webb's wheelhouse, mm-hmm. not Spider-Man. This is... Uh, his wheelhouse is more um, relationships and human interactions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he did 500 Days of Summer. Which I love, which is a great right. movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and um, you know, the there's decent writing. There's a couple little, like, my, this is me totally nitpicking. It's a fine film, and you, you'll probably enjoy it. But there's, I mean, there's some, some a couple little cliche moments that kind of unravel right. a little bit. But in a couple moments where you're like, that, that, this feels like this was wedged in there just to to, to Push this plot point. Um, uh, some it, this this is a focus group plot point, yeah, or something <laughs> like that. Or somebody just said, "Well, you got to have this," and it's like, right. "Is that realistic? Who cares? It has to go in the movie." Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not so. It, it's not so glaring. No, it's not glaring. It's not mm-hmm. egregious. It didn't. It, it just sort of took me out briefly. But then, and the, the you know the girl and and Chris Evans, M- uh, McKenna Grace, and Chris Evans have wonder. I mean, it's very. Be- she's she's a fantastic young little actress and. And it's very believable, mm-hmm. their relationship, because he's not the dad. I mean, he is, but he's still the uncle. He's Uncle Frank. Right. So she's just like, Frank, you know, she talks to him, you know. After, she uh, doesn't it, say dad. No, she right. doesn't say dad. Yeah. And, yeah, it resonated with me because I've always, as an uncle, like, God forbid something were to happen to my nieces or nephews' parents, I would be taking care of them. And how would that how would that shake out, you know? You would make them call you Frank. They they would call me Frank. Be like, there's a screenplay we need to get to write. <laughs> all my ch- all my nieces and nephews would be trading in the samurai arts. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, yeah, it's a it's a really cool little film. And does she find his shield? Yeah, she finds his shield, and there's yeah, there's uh, obtainium or whatever the fuck. Obtainium. How dare you? Obtainium. What isn't it? Unobtainium. Unobtainium. Yeah, that's yeah. that's, that's oh, Avatar. God. Oh, unobtainium. It's vibranium. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. From Wakanda. Yes. yes. <laughs> so they do find vibranium from Wakanda, and that's how she gets her own. Uh, that's how she wins the court case. No, it's it's. And this is the thing. I I I've seen Chris Evans do these smaller parts in these indie movies, and I've always. I always respect when big name actors do this stuff. And it's why I get frustrated when I see an A-list actor just do crappy mm-hmm. action movie after it. Like, uh, 
Scarlett Johansson, I'm talking directly to you. You're a fine actress. Why she's are here. you? Why she's are, right. she's she's right. This is weird. I don't know why we didn't. We haven't spoken to her the whole time. But. <laughs> she asked not to speak. Yeah. Um, but no, like she's a fine actress, and maybe she's yeah. Career in the shell. Yeah. God, man. Oh, what are you like? Why are you leaving to do these other things? Chris Evans doesn't need to do Gifted. No. No, and he could do a bunch of dumb rom-coms or a bunch of just fight em up action movies, but instead he goes, no, I want to do this heartfelt movie uh, that, that has all this great supporting actors in it, a great s- script, a nice director, and, and it's like, wow. Yeah. And he can do this in between the Marvel Universe. Right. And uh, it's really cool. Well, I mean, I really root for a guy. Like, I mean, it's, he doesn't need me rooting for But you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I enjoy seeing him... In this type of thing, I enjoy. Um, that's why I like. Uh, uh, what's the, the Magic Mike? Um, who's the guy? Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Mm-hmm. Because he just. I feel like that guy could have very easily been sort of the '80s or '90s esque action. Like those guys could have easily gone down that road. Of what you're saying, just kind right. of act, just blockbuster after blockbuster. But I feel like they kind of say, "Let's do something different. Let's do something different." And Channing Tatum shows up in some shit that you're like, Where, "How does he?" I know, not looking like himself, kind of. And it's always kind of fun to watch them do this. And another guy who I kind of want to see in more stuff, and I can't remember. What he's done, but uh, Hemsworth, Thor. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who it's funny to watch him in these, in these uh, well, like Marvel those... movies, and they're f- he's very funny. Like his timing mm-hmm. is just he's not just this sort of meat-headed action. Well, that's a great point. Know. Like when he was in Ghostbusters, <clears throat> the dumb, good-looking guy in Ghostbusters, right. he was yeah. hilarious in yeah. that, yeah. and he wasn't playing badass. Yeah, it's nice to see these guys. They look like they're having fun doing the thing they're doing, whether it's good, whether it's not so good. But they're out there doing it, and and they're usually very good when they step away from the the hammer, the, and the shield, and yeah. the vibranium. And cool, you know, there's also like Jenny Slate's in it. She she has a nice little part. You know, she was in Landline. We had the Sklar brothers on the show a couple weeks back talking about her performance in that, which yep. is good. So and they she, they dated from this movie yeah, for a year, did. and then they broke up. Yeah. With the Sklar brothers? Yeah, they dated and, and Jenny's broke up. <laughs> <laughs> it's the weirdest relationship. Hold on a second, guys. How is that not the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about movies the whole time? Uh, yeah, so Jenny's, Jenny Slate um, is, I think she's going to be, you know, she's she's having a fine career, and I think we're going to maybe see more of her. We're going to see, see, you know, she's did Zootopia, Secret Life of Pets, and, and I think she's going to start to kind of, Come up as more of a. She's like an indie darling right yeah, now. Yeah, she's starting to be kind of an indie darling, and I think she's gonna. I think you know there could be we could see a little Brie Larson out of her. You mm-hmm. know, like she could get some big solid, breakout role, some breakout role like uh, a big movie, the room, and then or something like that. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it was cool to watch. So I, t- I, I, these are all you know fine little since we're sort of in this dead spot. Of yeah. The summer's kind of dying, and we're going to get some dumping ground films before we ramp into Oscars. But, I, would, but I, I, would, I would check out all these indie movies. Yeah, and I'll tell you, like I said, I don't remember August being that dead zone before. I yeah. remember there being more summer blockbustery type movies all the way through the end of August. I think there were several summers in a row where there was just overwhelmingly blockbuster superhero. Like, every weekend there was a new blockbuster, and right. I think the studios went, ooh, and that's why they're spreading them out. That's why, like, Thor, like, Ragnarok is is in November. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. Logan came out or much earlier in the year. Yeah. Logan came out earlier, mm-hmm. and I think they just got, they got scared and spread it out. But everyone did it, it seemed like everyone did it at once and forgot about, like, yes. yeah, the yeah. end of August. <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah, August used to be like, we got one more for you. Yeah. Right, <laughs> yeah. Like, one more just... Slammed up. <laughs> You'd be like, oh yeah, but no, it's it's. Uh, but uh, the the good thing about this is, if this is the trend that continues, we could see more very good, very sharp indie films kind of rising up, and uh, in the the tail end of the summer movie season, which would be kind of cool. And you know, I love it. I mean, we talked about uh, I talked about Wind River, I believe, last week. That's a really that's a really solid movie. Mm-hmm. And then to hear like what you guys said about Patty Cakes and Dave Made a Maze, and mm-hmm. it, it's really like okay. This is, I, I hope that's the trend, Kevin. Yeah. I hope that, that that would be great because I, we're starting. I mean, like we talked about it too on the show. Like Dunkirk is a big budget, but it's an Oscar movie. I yeah. mean, this is a film that is going to get nominations. Right. And if they're going to start sneaking those in in the summer, I'm all for it. Yeah. 
I'm all for it. Definitely. And spread out the cape movies. Yes, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> because there's, uh, you know, it used to be you'd get one a year, then it was two. Now we're getting literally four or five, you know, giant superhero And they put them all year. in a 10-week span, and it was right. it was too much. But yeah, if they're definitely. spreading them out, it's... I mean, I just, I was looking at the lineup for the fall yesterday, and I saw, I think... Uh, not that Star Wars is a cape movie, but it, you know it's Star Wars. Right. They Star Wars and Justice. Oh, they. Do. You're right. <laughs> Robes, really. I think more of a cloak movie. Uh, but they. <laughs> What's your favorite cloak movie? <laughs> I'm really more into kimono the, the films. Sh- the Shadow. Um, but it's like Star Wars, The Last Jedi, and then two weeks later or two weeks before, it's Justice League. Mm. Maybe mm. even a week after or before. It's it's something weirdly. One cool of those I'm like really one. excited about. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm not gonna because <laughs> you've, you've got which one that seems like it would cause a headache. I yes, don't know which one you're talking about? And you've got Thor coming out this fall too. I love Thor. Yeah. I, well, let me let me say this too. Uh, Chris and I are still uh, would love to go to Australia and see Jedi 36 <laughs> hours before everybody else. If there's anyone out there that wants to pay for it like last time, we are all for it. We'll set up a we'll do a midnight screening. We'll do a 3 a.m. It might be our 400 with Steel Saunders. I I got to be honest with you, I think it'll be our 400th episode. I did wow. listen to that on the subway platform. Nice. I remember <laughs> waiting for the F train, listening to it and being so envious, just going, "You know what?" It was one of that. Oh man, that was exciting. That is the single greatest. uh, That is the best single event as a result of podcasting. Yeah, and earbuds is the coolest overall thing of podcasting. But the fact that literally that we've experienced that we've sounded so fun. It was so exciting, so great. There was a couple moments where Chris and I were like, we might not. Make it out of this alive. We, we, we were like, <laughs> like we flew across the country, had like a two-hour nap, then we're on TV. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Then like, oh the, yeah, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> it oh was my insane. God, that's it right. Was crazy. Then we had to, you know, go get on a bus and yeah. then get to the uh, theater, and then we're like, okay, it's a midnight screening, and then the podcast is after. We were up for like, I, it had to be like two days. And straight. then I had tech problems to post the episode. I was just you like, were about ready to throw I something. Was just yeah. like, yeah. I'm running yeah. around Melbourne trying to find a good Wi-Fi yeah. connection. Wh- which Jesus. in Australia, not as easy <laughs> to find as you would think. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that. It was the next wow. day that I finally got the episode posted. And then I like took a fucking six-hour nap. And then we ran into each other. And you, <laughs> I remember you just said, this has been great. But I don't know if I'm, uh, I don't think... I'm, I'm at the right age. Oh, yeah. I think it's a, this, this was a trip for a younger man. Yeah, how did you get back to your kids? I mean, what the hell did you just go? He flew back early. I had and a I had to fly days. back early because I had oh, family God. coming into town. I was like, oh, are you dude. sure? He goes, like, oh, I got family. I go, yeah, I had to a couple to... days and went surfing. He was like. Yeah, I had family coming in from the East Coast. I'm like, oh, my God. I got to literally turn around from Australia like two days later. Wait. And, I had, <laughs> and I had flown back from China six days prior I got back from China, not a lot of jet lag on that flight, and yeah. then went to Australia <laughs> to see a movie at midnight. Wow. It was the craziest like two weeks of my life. Yeah, man, that's um, yeah, worth it still. The best. Yes. I would do it again, and we want to come back. So yeah. whoever wants to it pay for so us to come fun. out, we'll do it. Just <laughs> so, go if you're paying for these guys. Just throw, just include me in that one, guys. Uh, <laughs> just whatever, whatever <laughs> you got to do. Kevin would love to oh, join uh, us. And we had like uh, C.J. Johnson came in from Sydney, and then oh. we were gonna have Dean Haglin come in from Sydney, but he got grounded due to the weather. I'm like we flew weather. in from LA Jesus. and you couldn't get there from Sydney. Couldn't get an hour flight. Couldn't <laughs> yeah. get a commuter. Weather. So it was, <laughs> That's how they it was say weather. it, Chris. <laughs> I don't know yes. if you've ever been to Australia yeah. before. But uh. so uh, all right. So now we have our Patreon hey! ad. We have frightfully uninformed. We are a podcast that watches mostly classic horror movies to figure out horror movie fandom. Frightfully uninformed. Dot com and this is our fifty dollar ad tier for the Patreon uh, level and if like we said if you do fifty dollars uh, the ad tier we will mention your name and website every single episode. So one of you emailed us through the Facebook page and said I, I did I had the fifty dollar tier but I emailed you guys I wanted to change the name and you never got back to me. So let me let me make this perfectly clear. <laughs> okay. Uh, email us on Patreon for Patreon stuff. <laughs> Okay, like I, we would gladly do that, but like we can't check all of these th- emails of Twitter and like it's like I tagged you on Instagram. Why didn't you respond? Like 
it's a Patreon piece of business. Just email us or email us via at, Patreon. Via Patreon, prefer, that's the best way. We have to keep it all in one place because right. it, Patreon does a fine job of like we're scattered all over the internet, all over the goddamn <laughs> internet. So you got to help us out here. I mean, an, an email at info at comedyfilmnerds dot com is also helpful, but through Patreon because Patreon categorizes each tier. And they break it down, and I can you can email us. So please do that because I'm just. I love like, when Graham sits the audience down for a talk. Yes. <laughs> Everybody have a seat. Everybody take a knee. Could you t- you take a knee back there? I just love these. Take a knee is appropriate. It's from my high school football days. What, what, when what, a coach said take a knee, yeah. it was knee. like everybody be quiet. There you go, and oh. don't sit on was, your helmet. Was it no. this one? You take a damn knee. Take, take a knee. Was it this one that needed to be changed, or was it a different one? No, no, no. It was a different person. Oh, it was a different okay. A different person. A different guy was like, I signed up for the $50 level, but I wanted to change the name to this, and no one got back to me, so I'm out. Oh, and I'm boy. just like, come oh, on, brother. Just, right. You know what I mean? Well, here's here's our chance to say, come on back. Come on back. Come on back and email us through Patreon, through and we'll set you up. Patreon. We're not going to turn it down. No. <laughs> of course we would do that. Yes. You just have to communicate it correctly. Yes, please. Help us help you. Yeah. All right. Everybody up off the knee. We're going to do wind sprints. Yeah. <laughs> Laps. All right. Then it's squats. Oh, <laughs> squats. But uh, we want to thank all you guys for the support. And, yes. uh And like I said, if there's any queries or comments or changes, email us through Patreon. We will set you up. If we got through the Kickstarter rewards, we could get through the Patreon uh, <laughs> o- occasional uh, tiers. Uh, issues with the tears, but yes, don't let that discourage you. Take a knee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, knee up. Okay, knee up. so uh, let's talk about some movie trailers we saw. Last Flag Flying. This is the Richard Linklater movie about um, three grizzled vets played by Steve Carell, uh, Brian Cranston, and Lawrence Fishburne, who uh, one of their sons is killed in action, and they instead of having him buried in Arlington, they want to take the body home. Right. And it looks like just one of those, you got to bring your... Uh, your handkerchief too, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or a box of tissues because it really looks like it's gonna it's gonna move you. And again, going back to like people getting out of like Steve Carell, I love what he's doing. You know, yep. with Foxcatcher, with uh, the Big Short, except and now- Despicable Me. But go ahead. No, but I mean, yeah, <laughs> but I'm just saying like again, like we could put comedians in the same category as action stars. Yes, he could be just yeah. doing yeah, wacky yeah. Steve Carell movies for the rest of yep. time. But he's he's really trying to do like serious acting stuff, right? And, and I love what again, Foxcatcher and The Big Short are really good movies. You could say the same about Cranston, even though he's oh, not yeah. a stand-up. But you know, Cranston really made. I mean, he was in Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm in the Middle funny. was sort of, I guess that was his breakout thing. I mean, yeah, he'd been for around sure. doing stuff, but like, he could have easily gone down wacky lane, right? And uh, right, but you know, we all know where he, what he's become a meth dealer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah, and he yeah, gets yeah. killed by Godzilla. Yeah, uh, that's right. <laughs> no, but it's really cool. It's like it's it's the, to see these three guys, and Cranston is playing like a, a train wrecky drunk, mm-hmm. right? And Carell is, is and, and the just morning dad, and and Link, Richard Linklater directing just makes it all kind of come together, especially in the trailer. Yeah. So uh, I'm really looking forward to this movie. It looks really good and heartfelt, and I love the fact that. Richard Linkletter will ground the performances, mm-hmm. so there won't be anything wacky or crazy or over the top. Yeah. But even if there is a scene kind of like that, if a character loses it, it'll, it'll still always feel grounded because that's that's what he does. Yeah, I also like uh, you know Lawrence Fishburne in this. I think sometimes we forget that he is also a dude who's like a heavy. Hit. I mean, you know, he's, he's had a solid an career, and uh, yeah. So you're looking at these three guys together, and I think, and they're all. Very different and kind of you know various backgrounds that sort of brought them to this place in their careers, but uh, yeah, I mean I'm kind of excited to see the three of these. They have really good chemistry together too for guys that you've never seen together before. It's a Mm -hmm. weird pairing on paper. You'd be like, Uh wait, what? But you see this trailer and you go, yeah, that makes sense. Well, Mm -hmm. they're they're three solid actors. Well, right away when I saw before you even see Lawrence Fishburne in the trailer, I saw you see Carell and and Cranston, and you're like, of yes, of course. It to me, I'm, yeah, I, I just think that is something that probably already should have happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it just, well, at least it feels like it should have happened. Right. I don't know, if, you know, but I'm just like, fuck yeah, I want to see these guys together doing their thing, mm-hmm. you know. So, I'm, I'm all right. And the next uh, trailer is Death Note. This continues uh, the streaming system that will not be named, continuing to <laughs> make um, terrible feature films. 
and great this TV series. Great. Yeah. <laughs> now this is based I on stand a. Alone. Uh, I completely stand alone. The room fell silent when I said that. Even Scarlett you know. Johansson frowned. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll she tell never you, frowns. it's amazing how sometimes talented people can make bad movies for Netflix. Like this is Adam Wingard that directed this movie. This is you know the guest. This and uh, you're next, like like that kind of genre of filmmaking. He anybody... directed you're next. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Yeah, I love that movie. So, but he's like a guy that understands genre filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Like this is like, oh, this kind of makes sense to have him do it. What doesn't make sense is, is like you know, movie movies are, and projects, they're in specific mediums. This is an anime project that yeah. has been, um, you know, I'm sure in development for a long time. And you see, like, a live-action version of it. And it, it already, like, mm, doesn't quite work. And there's a reason because maybe it works because it was anime. Yeah. Um, and then I think Willem Dafoe as the death god, hilarious. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, here's the thing about this movie. Um, it, it The trailer, at first, it looks like your standard fare type of, uh, you know, Candyman type of thriller, or right. uh, what was the one where they all, the, all the kids, die? They cheated death, and so they were all dying one by one. Like it felt like that. Cabin type in the of Woods. Thing. No, not Cabin in the Woods. The Final other Final Destination. Oh, Final, Final Destination. destination. Oh, yeah, the yeah. nine of those movies that have been <laughs> yeah. made. Yeah. It it did feel each a one bit more like... inaccurately named than the last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. They're this taking is the one final step. Yeah, yeah. No, no, guys. next time. Yeah. We'll be the <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, but if it started off feeling like it's that, like the final destination is like dealing with an alcoholic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never on time. This always guy. changing <laughs> <Yeah>. dates, <laughs> and on always going. This time, this, guys, this I swear. This I is swear it. to God, this, this is the last time. I'm never gonna deal with this. But it it felt like that type of thing at first, and then it looked like. He was trying. They were trying to do something bigger and make it a, about something else, and kind of. Because the premise glo- is, you know, you get this book, you yeah. write a name in the book, and then that person dies. Mm-hmm. That's the death. That's note. your. That's a standard horror movie type of right. thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And then it may was as well like, be a puzzle box. Yeah, but then, <laughs> then it's all about. It sort of takes on this global thing. It looked like, and there's another. Some ninjas having a press conference. A guy. Yeah. So. <laughs> the, <laughs> Shout out to Lakeith Stanfield, who <laughs> is great in everything. I mean, he's if you don't know that, that's Snoop in uh, Straight Outta Compton, right. and he and he's in Atlanta and stuff. Um, so yeah, I, it was kind of all over the place. It's hard to figure out. Well, what is this going to be? Right. I'm very curious. I the fact that it's on a uh, unnamed streaming service <laughs> that does come into my television. Um, that sounded creepy how I phrased it, yeah. but yes. <laughs> uh, that I can watch this basically at home for free uh, makes I was I don't know I I was like oh this looks awesome and right as I was about to say that you guys were like and we were watching this and I was like oh man well then you oh, know what you, no here's the now thing. here's the thing you watch it and tell us what you think of it I'm gonna watch it yeah watch the, I like you should the, watch the shit out of it I'm gonna watch so <laughs> shit fucking watch this thing I'm gonna watch this movie so fucking hard oh god I'm gonna so stream this oh I'm gonna watch yeah. it it's gonna punch you right in your eyeballs it's better here's the thing about this I feel like if I went home. And then was flipping around Netflix, and I pr- and I started watching this, like, oh, this shit. And then I started watching it. I wouldn't turn it off. Like two hours would go by, and I would have watched the whole movie. Like, oh, all right. So I don't. I don't know. I can't tell. I don't. It just. It looks like your your classic Netflix. I'm on the couch and I ain't moving type affair. Yeah, and th- just just passable. Like you know, what I mean? like it needs to just be like two and a third stars to me. Right, going, yeah, right. All right. It's almost colored in three stars. Yeah. Here's, what if it's great? Didn't quite waste my time. See, that's my thing, Kevin. I'm watching this trailer great? going, this might be awesome. Yeah. I love movies like that where you're like, this is clearly gonna suck, and then you get a call. You have to go see this movie now. Like, like that. I I live for that type of thing. And right. honestly, I love the premise. I love that there's a book out there. I believe that this well, is the a premise, true story. Well, the premise, I mean, this is why the uh, the you know, the anime is so popular is because of the premise. I mean, it's like a worldwide phenomenon. And I love the moral dilemma that we see in the trailer of if I could kill anybody, oh, I could I could write some wrongs. I could mm-hmm. I could take out a drug cartel. I could yes. take out human trafficking. I could do whatever. Like, that's see and that's where the trailer turns. There's a moment where 
he's talking to this woman and and she goes you're gonna get rid of some criminals or something like that he's like we can get rid of all the criminals and it's like okay well this is a bigger thing than just six kids and they little by little start killing each other you know Mm -hmm. so I don't know and there's a Ferris wheel I had a Ferris wheel come on there's a crazy and it's like Liam Neeson when he was the tree for the boy or whatever that movie that just came out that's what William Defoe that's William Defoe is as the porcupine death guy yeah I forgot about the. I keep forgetting about the death, God. Guy. <laughs> That's a little weird. Is it though? So we oh, have. We, it, we believe the book that has the powers, <laughs> but then the porcupine death God. That's is a like, bit yeah. much. You know what it is when you hear Willem Dafoe's voice, and then I just picture him with that green mask on. Yeah. Even even with the porcupine head, I'm like. Well, that's the Green Gop. What are you doing? He's gonna fly in on that jetpack. <laughs> All right. Pretty awesome if that. Okay. So, All right. You know. Well, this might go in your queue. Is uh, check the, it out. If it's another, and I'm, it looks like it's gonna be. It is. It's, it's another. Yeah, it's uh, another shitbag week of in theater. So this is what I'll, this I'll be covering uh, next week. Maybe we'll do a spoiler app on it then. Oh. oh shit. <laughs> See, now I'm you're in. starting to convince me. Yeah, because if you, you like want to come back for a spoiler <laughs> 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 on Death Note. I would love to. I have to make sure I, I well, let's can. Let's talk schedule. I can, we'll I can talk skip schedule. out of work. All right. Hell yeah. Well, <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> I'm home and watch it tonight. What the hell? Is it out now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit. <laughs> oh. All right. I think we just put I think the we just hatched spoiler. a Death Note <laughs> spoiler plan has been hatched. All right. Oh, so God help you all. Yep. Uh-huh. If we all get in the same room together and talk about it at the same time, does the death porcupine, does the, yeah. death god show up? Yeah, does the book fall from the sky? <laughs> just Willem Dafoe, no costume. He just shows up. Shows hey, up. fellas. Yeah, thanks for watching my movie. Uh, Good to be here. I was so. Nosferatu. Yeah. I don't know why we're making him sound like some long short. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Hi, hey, I'm Willem Dafoe. <laughs> oh, man. All right, what else? What else we got going on here? Mm. I'm just thinking of Willem Dafoe now. You should. Uh, yeah. He's a shithead. Ha, <laughs> DLM my shout favorite, out. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite internet memes is, why do I have to call it an internet meme? <laughs> what, 80? Uh, is Bell Biv Dafoe. A oh. picture of him, and, and I think he's replacing Mike Bivins' face or something like that. <laughs> I love it. I just always think of that when I think of him. So... Now we have for DVDs and Blu-ray only one uh, big release, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah, if you didn't get a chance to see it in the theaters, I feel bad for you because the movie was a lot of fun, but Mm -hmm. still see it. Check it out for sure. And maybe if you loved it in the theaters, now this is your chance to get some bonus features. And don't see it on an airplane. You will do yourself a disservice by seeing it on an airplane. It it deserves a bigger screen. Why would you? No, wait, when does this come out in... The episode will get released later today. Because mm-hmm. I just downloaded something literally before I came here. What? Uh, Wonder Woman. Oh. Uh, that's out today. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Then let's update that. Wonder Woman. It's right. Which is also, they're both still in theaters. Yeah. Both movies you can yeah, still see right. in theaters. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yep. Wonder Woman is for sure. You can still see Spider-Man in the theater. That's yep. weird that there are three, you're right, three capes at once. It was a bit much. Still going. <laughs> and I, but I love, I, you know, make that shit up. All right. So, all right. So, Woman and the Guardians. And we also have the uh, site spotlight and the fan feedback. Uh, there's more weekly film news for you. And also, the Patreon, we did an extra episode. We talked about uh, Marvel's Defenders on uh, the streaming service. So, you got two bonus episodes today uh, <clears throat> on Patreon this month. Um, right. If you're a Patreon backer. We're, we're trying to up the value of the tiers for you guys to uh, to give you more for your money. And speaking of fan feedback, uh, emailed us through Patreon. It is possible. Uh, <laughs> Rob Hill emailed us on Patreon, which is the place we prefer you to email us when you're talking about Patreon business. Uh, he goes, hey, guys, wanted to share a short film I submitted. I, excuse me. I stumbled across that I think you may like, and I would like to get your opinion on it. It's 20 minutes, and after watching it, I want to see what a feature film version of this would look like. It's called... Uh, Seam, S-E-A-M, and it's futuristic sci-fi short. You can watch it free or on Vimeo here at seamfilm.com slash film. And if you hate it, feel free to call me out as having terrible taste, but I think you'll enjoy it. Cheers, <laughs> fellas. Keep doing great work. That's from Rob Hill. See how easy it is to email us on Patreon. Wait, where can you find this movie? It's called seam, S-E-A-M, okay. film.com. All right. Did you watch Seam it? Film.com. I have not watched it. Oh, all right. Well, there. We'll go and check it out. But I'm giving the movie a- They uh, just got a shout out and a, a plug. 
Um, I wanted to mention this about, uh, as you guys know, we launched the new podcast, Conversations from the Abyss, with uh, in the first episode about a single woman who tries to sell her soul to the devil with Jane Edith Wilson and Rick Overton. I wanted to mention this because this made me laugh, is the iTunes, just the way they track stuff. Like, uh, I've only promoted the show so far on this podcast. So when I went to Conversations from the Abyss and you click on Listeners Also Listen To, there's only one show that showed up and it was How Did This Get Made? <laughs> So I'm like, how is this? How does this tracking? And then it, a couple of days later, it, uh, it it corrected to the, then it went comedy film nerds and then all the other podcasts like nerds ah. and stuff. But it was weird. It was like that. That's that's just you know iTunes tracking stuff. But I want to thank you guys too. We've gotten some great reviews already. If you haven't checked it out already, please check it out and leave a nice review. Clyde Barker gave us a retweet on nice. the show. It was really what? cool to get a uh, Clyde Barker retweet on the show. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Was his retweet like it creepy? was? It was nice and creepy. So. Okay, good. Yeah, and, and even, I want everything he does to be yeah. creepy. <laughs> and and it was even it sounded nice, but it just coming from Clyde Barker, it was like from our friends at Comedy Film Nerds. Check this out. It was like, oh, I feel like yeah. he's whispering across <laughs> yes, the back yeah. of my neck. When he said, that probably sounded more like Willem Dafoe. Yes. Than our <laughs> <impression>. <laughs> so uh, please check out Conversations from the Abyss now. Clyde Barker approved. Oh, <laughs> all right. Fancy pants. Yeah. You can also listen to the Political Vigilante podcast which is now on iTunes. How about that? Yes. That's fun. Definitely subscribe to that as well. How long are your podcasts? You know, I basically just, I run, I let GarageBand run while I'm recording the videos. Mm -hmm. And my videos are anywhere, usually by, you know, right around the seven to 10 minute range. So I'll just stack like three or four of them together depending on how I record. So the show's anywhere from like 15 to 40 some minutes. So one podcast is like three or four videos? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, so you can... I just wanted to give people a different option to consume it and also Mm -hmm. if, um, you know, just to also find new... uh, Followers like through iTunes. Right. And if you want to comment on an email you through Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, put a message in a bottle. Everybody take a knee. Take a knee. We just have to get this right. Scarlet, you two, take a knee. (laughs) Everyone take a knee. Yeah, send me, send me something in the most obscure internet way possible. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, let's see. About? So we also have uh, premiering this week. Uh, I do until I don't is another is, is another indie movie um, about marriage oh, and great. the foibles of marriage, oh, and uh, it is a Lake Bell passion project. Uh, written, directed, and starring Lake Bell. All right. So um, I haven't heard that much about this film. I don't know that much about it. But again, it's another empty uh, release weekend, so you can catch up on some of these other films. Yeah. Uh, here's some of the. Here's a couple of movies I would recommend just from seeing trailers, um, which is uh, again, it's called Serve Like a Girl. It has a mm-hmm. limited release. When you uh, called me and said you were seeing this, I, I swear I thought you said surf like a girl. Surf like a girl. You started <laughs> laughing. And I yeah. Was like, I don't know why this title is funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the trailer for it uh, is really interesting, Serve Like a Girl. It's about w- female combat vets rotating back and trying to integrate into life in the States. And it look, I'm going to try to see it. It looks very intriguing because they're like, Hey, I served overseas too. Mm-hmm. I've got PTSD. I have got a prosthetic, le- and they feature like looks like they feature maybe like four or five women. Mm-hmm. And one woman says in the trailer, she goes, "I came to my VA and was having trouble, and they said, sorry, all our facilities and everything is just for men.'" And she goes, "And that's the day I became homeless." Wow. Jesus. And you're like, "Wow." So vets are having to deal with enough, and then if you're a female, that's even worse. Like, yeah. oh God. So this, and it, I guess there's a. And then there looks like there's some organization in the trailer that's like uh, that's that's getting female vets and empowering them and all this stuff like this. So it's something I it's it's it looks to me like everything that's great about documentary filmmaking. And uh, I'm definitely going to see it. So I would recommend that. And then there's also another one called um, oh God, it's called uh, it's about Native Americans in the rock industry, and it's called like Rampage or something like that. Rock like a girl? Uh, <laughs> no, uh, Chris. It's close. It's, uh, it's, it's close. It's both it's close. Ge- both genders of Native <laughs> Americans. Uh, uh, I forget what it's, but it's, but it, apparently, God, I'm blanking on this title. It's driving me crazy. Brenton, can you try to look this up for me um, while I'm talking? Uh, we just stopped recording. It's about it's a it's a Native American 
Rock documentary. We'll get the title in a second. But basically, it's something I didn't know. In the trailer, they're like, many of you, your biggest favorite bands had these like handful of session musicians or just pro musicians that were all Native American. Oh, wow. Hmm. And it's called like... Rumble, the Indians who rock the world. Rumble, the Indians who rock the world. Yes. Really? You couldn't remember that title? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Well, there are a lot of It's amazing I couldn't with you going, uh, rock like a girl, surf like a girl. Rumble. Rumble Rumble like a girl. Rumble like a girl. (laughs) So, yeah, it looks, that's another doc that looks really interesting. It has a limited release as well. So since we're in kind of a slow week, I would recommend those two movies. They look interesting to me and I want to go see them. Can I throw one in here? Yes. Uh, There's a film called Crown Heights that came out this week. Oh, yes. Speaking of the ninja guy in... um, what was Death it? Note. In Death, Death Note. Note. Uh, it's starring Lakeith Stanfield, Crown Heights. It's a, bi- it's a biography. Uh, and it's based it's, on a true story, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's about uh, Colin Warner is wrongfully convicted of murder, and uh, his best friend devotes his life to proving this guy's innocence and getting him out of jail. And uh, it looks amazing. And back when I had a podcast, fellas, um, <laughs> we, you know, Lakeith was one of our guests and he really? came on and I remember him talking about, it wasn't, it, you know, it was a ways from being out, but I remember him talking about getting this script and looking at it and and um, kind of working on the role and what he was going through to do that. And I was like, oh, all right, well, I'll look out for that one day. <laughs> and so, uh, and then it came out, I was like, oh, that's the movie he was talking. I don't know why I was surprised, like he was just making it up. The man's a professional actor, right. <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs> but, uh, oh, sounds great. Yeah, okay, <laughs> buddy, good luck. <laughs> but, uh, Making movies is hard, Lakeith. <laughs> just like, oh, who's this asshole? Yeah. So, uh, but he's a, he, a brilliantly talented actor. This looks like a great movie, so I would, uh, def- and it's out now. Um, I was gonna, yeah. So go see that. Yeah, that's cool. Right. There's a lot of great little indie movies, guys. It's 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 a wonderful time to go support them, mm-hmm. since they they so often are getting drowned out. Obviously, the Cape movies will take five of the twelve screens or whatever yeah. at your multiplex. And now's the time where they're not getting drowned out because right. there's there's an, uh, a dearth of these big budget movies being released. So now's a good time. Now's a good time mm-hmm. to support them. Mm-hmm. And then another great movie to support September 12th is Earbuds, the podcasting documentary. Yes. There that you go. Pre-order yeah. it on iTunes. We should do a spoiler app. On Earbuds, we will do a spoiler app <laughs> yeah. on Earbuds and we'll drop it on the 12th. It'll be great. We're going to shell it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I liked about this movie. <laughs> I wasn't a fan. Didn't yeah. like it. Thought the director was a little windy. What if you had a guest who saw the movie and they were they talked about the movie like it wasn't your <laughs> I didn't care for it. And I don't know what the guys were thinking when they these two guys that made it were full of themselves. In a minute. Anyway, yeah. what I was saying is that I really felt that they they didn't connect. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, Earbuds is, uh, you can pre-order it on iTunes. Yep, the pre-order link is actually up in iTunes right now. You could do it right now. So that's a great way to support mm-hmm. the show. And uh, when it goes wide, tell everybody about it. Yep. You'll be Let- able to get it on all different platforms. Except Comedy Film Nerds for uh, 45 days. Right. Whoops. And then, uh, so, <laughs> due to <laughs> our uh, window. We didn't read the contract, <laughs> Chris. <laughs> but it'll be available oh, everywhere else. Don't I? Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I didn't want to hire a lawyer, but. <laughs> this is fine, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, document. I don't know. It just. Yeah. Blah. I saw my name in caps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next thing I know, I sold McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right. I think that's our program. Is that, that is that is everything. Uh, Kevin Avery, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? Well, uh, I'm at Kevin Avery on Twitter and I am Kevin Avery Comedy on Instagram. Nice. And um, I have a Facebook fan page, whatever they call those things. But um, don't email you there. Don't e- everybody take a knee real quickly. <laughs> Do not email me there. No, I, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, I people send me friend requests, and I just I'm very uh, skittish now about just adding. I usually just remember sure. when there's a time you would just click add, sure add, add, on yeah. anybody, and now <clears throat> I don't really do that. So um, if you want to find me on Facebook, uh, find the other the Kevin Avery. Right. Site, and guys, if you follow at Comedy Film Nerds on uh, Instagram and Twitter, uh, you'll get Kevin's, uh, you know, 
handles. So that's another great way to support the show. And also any of the guests you really like, follow them on their social media. And can you get the archives of your podcast is still up though, right? It is still up. Yeah, Even though I there's no new episodes. Denzel Washington is the greatest actor, actor of, of all, all time. Yeah, of all time period. Uh, yeah, they they are still up. I haven't, I think on the main thing now, it's not one of the shows listed. But yeah, you can you can find it. Right. Sweet. Okay. Uh, Brenton, thank you so much for stepping in for the abducted Aaron Brungart. Yes. Everything good? Everything got recorded, we think? Outstanding. All right, excellent. That's what we like to hear. Mm-hmm. And thank you to Scarlett Johansson. And thank you. Yes. Oh, my God. What a, a wonderful to have it. I mean, lucky. A lot of insight. I got to come in the day she's here. I know. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Scarlett. Uh, follow her online. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scarlett, we love you. Just want to see you pick better stuff. Oh, she's she's not. She's agreeing, and mm-hmm. she's, she's oh, my God, she's making an obscene gesture about her oh. agent. Wow. Oh, yes. I don't need to know that. No, it's none of our business. None of our. Scarlett, <laughs> handle it on your own time. Um, Scarlett, take a knee. Yes. Uh, <laughs> That's our show. Check out Earbuds. Listen to Conversations from the Abyss, The Political Vigilante, and follow Kevin Avery. And uh, thank you, everybody, here at All Things Comedy. And my name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember, Han Han shot shot first. first. Take a knee. (laughs) 